This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never roleplayed before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the great wizard Bukake, your host. The murder still hasn't been solved and the night is close to ending. While Juniper and Reginald were at the new crime scene, Butthole spoke with Fallonmire Pink Blossom and realized he needed to start a magic school, while Quinny continued his romantic pursuit of Vinton Charlemagne while psychically interrogating Chompy. Can these heroes solve the murder before they end up in a war with Cormier? Find out next on Dom Doms and Dragons. Quinny, you knock at Vinton Charlemagne's door. Having had a brief pseudo conversation with Chompy where you ascertained that something was up, but no clear signal or indication that Chompy was involved in, in anything. You weren't able to get any sort of clear answers from that. Uh, you have arrived at Vinton's door. Knock, knock. There's no response. Um, I'll, uh, is there, is there a light on or anything like that? If I'm standing outside the house, do I see oh, a light yeah, on? Oh yeah, lights, lights are okay. on inside the house. All right. You know, curtains are drawn. Uh, the house is still pretty fucked up. There's been some sort of right, hasty yeah. boarding of windows and things. Okay. Um, I'll go for the, like the latch of the door. Does it, is it unlocked? No, it's very much locked. Oh. Well, yeah, I don't want to barge in on a murder lady. Um, I'll knock a little harder. You hear some sort of footsteps, uh, some some hustle and bustle from inside. And um, Vinda Charlemagne opens the door. Uh, she's wearing a uh, sort of an, how to put this, like a James Bond villain bathrobe, where it's just kind of unnecessarily like, dark purple looks you know both plush and somehow menacing um she still looks fucking great uh but is clearly putting on a show of of oh, i was in bed for this and uh, she opens the door and just kind of uh narrows her eyes and says oh it's you i didn't realize you were coming by this evening anymore given how many hours it's been so I got comfortable and locked the door, assuming that no more ministers of culture would be coming to bother me today. You have some nerve, Mr. Brownbarrow. I, uh, I'm sorry. I keep uh, some unusual hours with my work and uh, unfortunately couldn't, uh, couldn't get here any sooner. Um, well, I mean, look, you did turn into a weird monster thing earlier, so I guess I can give you a little bit of slack. What I'm really disappointed by is that you didn't find and kill the person you went after quickly enough. You know, you think you know a guy, and then it turns out he's just not quite as quick with a dagger, which is quite a shame given the state that I was in when you left. And her eyes kind of, like, dart up and down you, but then also kind of, like, draw your eyeline down to, you know, how the robe is very artfully and carefully placed. Yeah. Um, but uh, she is good at many things. She is not great at uh, subtle, I'm pretending to be mad. 
Switch. She's... Okay. I was, I literally, my brain is exploding. I'm like, how much of this is real and how much of this is like <laughs> humiliation? Yeah, go ahead and roll, uh, uh, go ahead and roll an insight there, Quinny. <laughs> yeah. Laura, roll an insight. <laughs> Just as the, the human. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> insight? I think so, unless you've okay. got something else you would you would play. No, this is very funny, because I know my insight modifier is zero, and I rolled a 10, so this is extremely middle-of-the-road mystery for me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, I'm really sorry. Uh, uh, how could I make it up to you? Did you kill the guy you went after? That uh, uh, That turned out to be a dead end. In that you killed him, or in that he escaped and you're bad at your job? Is my killing this guy a condition of us carrying on tonight? All I'm saying is, usually when I click my fingers and my armor falls apart, revealing a body I spend an awful lot of time on, I should add. I am training constantly for murder and mayhem. Uh, normally... That yields a certain result for me. Instead, you said, gotta go, I've got a gift or something to unwrap later. And then you like, fucked off into the night, saying, I gotta go kill someone. So apparently that was more important than this. So I'm just curious whether it was worth me sitting around bored and naked for several hours or not. Also, you look well rested. Do you have a fucking nap? <laughs> <laughs> That's such a funny thing to such a funny observation. If you look you like well rested, time, you snake. <laughs> you look like absolute shit last time we spoke. Did you did you stop and have a nap? I I wanted to bring my bring my A game. Uh Yeah. All right, I, go ahead and roll me a deception check i think because honestly yeah. you just wanted your spell slots back absolutely i wanted to make sure i was safe going into a <laughs> goddamn fuck fight with a psychotic <laughs> warlock so yeah i took a i took a beat i took a knee for a second what are we rolling again i'm sorry did you say deception deception yeah okay yeah. um it's a lot oh, christ it's a uh it's a 32 deception <laughs> Uh, she raises an eyebrow, uh, and and the the like angry smile breaks slightly to a uh, a flirtier smile. Says, "Okay, that that I can forgive. I'm not particularly fond of B or C games uh, at all, really. So, but she loves a D game. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> Somebody get that horny jail ghost out of here." here. <laughs> Um, so, uh, she, uh, she kind of looks past you and says, what's, what's Chompy gnawing on? I, I brought him a snack, like, like the last time I visited. Well, not the last time, but the, the last nice time I visited. I mean, the last time was kind of nice too. It was fun getting to murder those guys. Uh, well, that's nice. You know, he's been having a, a real stressful time of, um, and like just for a hot second, the, the, the briefest hint of bashful, it's like I've, um, all of uh, this, uh, I think he's quite fond of you and oh, seems to be concerned that uh, your death would mean something to me, you know, would be would be bad or, or some such. So it's nice that you've brought him a treat. He was very worried about you oh, well, earlier. You know, I, I've, I've uh, grown fond of him, too. Uh, and... Uh, you know, I, I brought you a treat as well, and I produced the bottle of wine. And uh, she <laughs> looks at it and like, yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. like slightly I brought you a treat as well. She's I like, <laughs> cock out. <laughs> oh, so he just yells, uh, precision, and his clothes rip off. Yeah, his fucking dick out in a harness. Yeah. So you you brought me another bottle of wine. Uh, great. Well, that's that's a start. Although. Uh, you did promise me a, a wrapped present of some sort, which I sincerely hope is something slightly kinkier than a bottle of wine. Yep, it is. Do you want to go inside? <laughs> uh, she smiles and says, I thought you'd never ask. Uh, and then she just grabs you by the scruff of your neck, as we've established yep. as the way with Quinny, 
pulls you into a, a, a deep kiss and kicks the door shut behind us, which is where we stay, you fucking animals. Yeah, we have to stay outside with Chompy. Um, but uh, Quinny... Yelp of, and then he's up, yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, and uh, as the, the camera... Going, yeah, as the, the camera artfully fades to black, uh, you just hear a, a sort of a, a jingle. Yeah, we of, hear of, the thunk of Quinny's hog hitting the floor, <laughs> am I right? You're a, a jingle of, of clasps and buckles... Uh, and she says, oh, good. This one's compatible with mine. And we fade to black. Yes! <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective mind. But now we sell T-shirts and hoodies and water bottles and a ton of amazing products, all because we use Shopify. Shopify is a global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. It is 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Honestly, we tried to do merchandise for years, either to make things that were high quality, to make things that we could ship easily, to make things shippable in multiple markets. We just could not find that answer until we found Shopify. Once we got set up with them, it has been a breeze. Money transfers, no problem. Payments converted, it makes it so easy. I don't have to do anything manual. None of our team does to be able to provide high, high quality merch. Shopify gave us the control to be able to make our business even more successful and can do that for you because Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, their award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify, and yours should too. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums, D-U-M-B D-U-M-B-S now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's the way you get to hear this. The hosts of Dum Dums and Dragons are 420 friendly all year round, which is why we are excited to have IndiCloud back as a sponsor. As IndiCloud gets ready for summer, they're rolling out a new product, Dank Sickles. <laughs> It's got a great name, and I've never seen anything like this before. A summertime popsicle with 20 milligrams of cannabis. These bad boys come in wild cherry and blue race flavors, and you can mix and match with a pack of five or go with your flavor of choice. Danksicles are strong enough to share, but mellow enough to take to your next beach day or vacation. And unlike your sketchy neighborhood shop or dealer, IndiCloud gives you savings on every single order. It could be through their gold rewards program, their subscribe and save deals, or our special promo code just for Dum Dums and Dragons listeners. So please, right now, get 30% off your purchase. Head to indicloud.co slash dumdums to get 30% off your first order. And tell them that Dumdums and Dragons sent you. That's I-N-D-A-C-L-O-U-D dot C-O, not com, C-O, slash dumdums, D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-S, to get 30% off your first order. And let us know how the dank sickles are. Ah, so it's power you seek, is it? Well, I, Xanthus of Dum Dums and Dice, am more than happy to provide you with a little bit of that, and it won't cost you anything, unlike that accursed Dum Dums and Dice Patreon. I mean, over there, sure, you can give a dollar to join a Patreon-only Discord and talk to other fans of the shows. You can get ad-free feeds. You can even create names or even an NPC that shows up in the shows. You can even get your name in the closing credits, and all it will cost you is a bit of your, um mortal money. Of course, you could instead make a deal with me, and I could give you power the likes of which you could never even dream of. And of course, the cost is somewhat higher than a few of your mortal dollars, but after all, who doesn't enjoy a good deal? 
Well, if you do decide that you would rather spend human money than engage in the dark arts with me, you can of course go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, that's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E, or we could make a deal. Juniper and Reginald, uh, you are you are still at the crime scene. Quinny is going into danger. Quinny's uh, <laughs> like, going fucking apeshit. He's <laughs> 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 just gonna get fade to black, and then and another scene described as the most graphic <laughs> shit. Yeah. Cut to us at the crime scene. And we are fucking. <laughs> yeah, this better be our Valentine's Day episode, you know? Just really, really oh hitting God. on the theme. Uh, no, uh, we cut back to the crime scene. And uh, Reginald and Juniper, you have determined that this is a frame up. You have a theory that yeah. this might be uh, Damara aiming to uh, cause a war. But that's kind of where we left you. Uh, you know that Quinny has received both of Reginald's notes, uh, smart Reginald's notes, my apologies. Uh, <laughs> so you've kind of passed along information that way. But um, I'm curious what your next move is. If any, um, you can also just retire to the castle. Obviously, we're reaching the end of the big crazy day everyone has just had. So if there isn't anything else that the two of you would do, that's fine as well. I just didn't want to leave you in the lurch because I dramatically cut away from you two episodes ago or an episode and a half uh, ago. Reginald's final thought would be, if we know that this wasn't like a wyvern that had flown in and done this, is is there a way to find any tracks of whoever did this on their exit to see which way they headed? Yeah, you could do that. Um, I mean... You might need some kind of investigation skill, but I don't think you have anything <laughs> remotely close to that. I don't think he's up to it. Yep. Well, there is investigation. Yes. The other thing that is worth flagging, Tom, as a, a random fact, but as a blood hunter, Reginald has advantage on wisdom survival checks to track fey, fiends, or undead. So Will I don't know how that would affect here. this die roll. That is good to know. Unfortunately, it will not help you here. That said, Juniper, I think Sheriff Moss particularly, spent a lot of time tracking yeah. people. So you can roll with advantage as Sheriff Moss Sheriff Moss is in the Wild West. Sheriff Moss can track the sand. It's like, there it is. Track the tumble. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. That's over there. Oh, there's more there. <laughs> 28. The sand everywhere. Okay, so... <laughs> Yes, you are able to find some tracks, and it's it's difficult because there was obviously a lot of chaos during this, so there's unfortunately kind of footfalls everywhere, but you are able to find some tracks that lead away. Unfortunately, you do lose the trail because this all kind of happened a while ago. Whoever did this is very clearly gone, but mm -hmm. they the tracks do lead away from Asgard. It's not anyone who returned back into town. They clearly fucked off afterwards. And are these boot tracks, Tom? Are these yes. different kind of feet? Okay, so they're boots. Great. Yeah, Reginald will be okay. looking and be like, all right, we got to get our measurements here. We're going to have to cast those boots. And he's measuring the distance between to be like, oh, depending on the stride, we can tell how far the gate is of this here killer. And we could also tell with how much they sunk. Then he steps into the the ground next to him and he says we can check the depression compared to my depression into the similar ground knowing how much i weigh in this environment we might be able to calculate how heavy this killer done be also they're leading away from asgard how far do they go juniper wants to kind of roll over and just see uh, do they continue are they just going on and on and on and on? No, at some point there are, you know, wagon wheels and you you lose the track. Unfortunately, with a desert climate, at some point there's rocks and other things. You kind of lose the track. Okay. You could conceivably follow the track for days and days and days and try and pick it up again over and over and over. But it's not like it's not like if you just squint real hard, you can just yeah. see little dots on the horizon running real fast with a little like puff of smoke behind them. Uh, they they clearly arrived from somewhere. You're not sure where they arrived from, and then clearly left in a hurry. 
All right, Reginald, let's compare. He does those comparisons, Tom. Okay, so, Reginald, you're trying to ascertain basically the, the size and shape of these... Yeah, how, how long is their stride? Because then we can estimate height and like how much did they weigh? Because you can figure those out based on the boots. Yeah, I mean, it's a variety of shapes and sizes. Um, they're, nothing monstrous is, I think, maybe the, the key piece here, which is these are, are all humanoid, medium-sized creatures, which unfortunately really doesn't narrow things down for you <laughs> much at all. Um, there is a wide variety, so it's, you know... Not a single killer would be the assumption. No, definitely not a here. single killer. There's enough boots and the fact that um, there's wagon tracks, and definitely several killers. I should also note where the trail kind of gets muddy is when it hits a road. So once yep, there's a road, it's like, all right. And the roads, of course, lead to in any variety of places. But no, um, Reginald, mm-hmm. you'd say from uh, from the amount of boot prints and stuff, it's probably 10 killers. Um, of a variety of shapes and sizes, which tracks with how effectively all of the people got ambushed. Like they needed to make sure this went real, real hard. So, hmm. um, yeah, that's that's kind of what you're you're able to ascertain from. He this. would relate that to Juniper and say, "This don't support our hypothesis that we have put together." I do believe we may have exhausted what we could find up in this here place. Perhaps we should return to the palace to inform the king and hope Quinny arrives with some different information from his uh, cavernous exploration to tell us tales in the morning. Cavern? Where's he gone? And as Reginald slings his arm around uh, the back of Juniper's chair, (laughs) the two of you make your way back to Asgard as... Reginald explains the mysteries of the world, which Juniper, you quickly catch on to, but can't oh. stop him. Uh, and uh, oh. he, he monologues all, all, all right. the way yeah. home. Good when a him, man you know, loves a if, woman, or right. a woman loves a man, or a man doesn't love then, a woman, or a man Juni- does love a man, and or Juniper's a non-binary like, oh, right. person I sexually engages in Congress with another. Oh, no. Sorry? What? What were you saying? No, I just remembered the, the whole reason I cast... I- you know, I literally cast Death Ward on him. I just, I don't know. Yeah, he's fucking. I know, but like, what kind is it? I hope it's not death what fucking, kind? otherwise he can only do it once. Wait, how many kinds of fucking do you know about? <laughs> I'm, an, I'm a smart man, but I'm not I, a wise man. Teach me your ways. I mean, I did. I was traveling for quite a while before I met it. I, okay, let's. Let's let's go for let's let's wander. I'm gonna give you each a point of inspiration for <laughs> you know, sharing tales of your exploits and l- teaching Reginald uh, about the the pleasures of a world that isn't all grim, dark, nightmare monsters of of, of war. And Reginald, uh, for you getting uh, to let Juniper open up a bit just about her her life before adventuring with everyone. Juniper has been such a mission-based character since day one. There hasn't been a lot of downtime where Juniper's just got to like talk about her her life outside of the scroll and everything else. So it's, uh, I, th- I think you've secretly done her a, a, a solid as well, particularly since she's kind of reconciled the merged Moss identity. It's kind of nice to dip back into her her life on the road. Uh, and with that, the Heck two of you yeah. share some stories as, as you return to Asgard. Uh, after an incredibly eventful day, a Jack Bauer eventful day, the sun rises uh, over a new day um, in Asgard. Outside the city walls, several siege machines have been built, uh, and the purple dragons have withdrawn from the city entirely, uh, sending a very clear signal as to how they feel about uh, the current situation and uh, uh, perhaps uh, how they feel about Butthole's particular form of diplomacy. Uh, the city is recovering from the revels, uh, and it's an odd state for Aka, uh, uh, for the folks who've lived in Aka previous to, to Asgard. Uh, it's an exposed state. Uh, everyone being kind of tired and happy, and some folks are hungover, some folks are just dance too hard. It's a weird way to wake up without, like, patrol. Like, there, there isn't an army standing anymore. Like, it's just, it's a very different day in, in Asgard. And uh, as a result, there's, there's a bit of confusion in the streets. 
it's not a bad thing, but you know, there's a joke in in certain parts of Canada that like the the first day it snows in some of like the warmer parts of, of Canada, like out on the West Coast. It's like if it snows in Vancouver, it's like everyone's just like, what? What <laughs> do? And like Toronto, it's rain. If it rains, everyone's like, what the fuck? How am I supposed to drive? And it's a bit of that vibe. <laughs> We're just everyone's kind of a little uncertain about how to be in this new this new city state. That said, there are for the, probably realistically the first time in, in its history, uh, there's laughter on the air that isn't like malicious or about some conquest. Uh, people Aww. are swapping stories uh, about the night before, uh, um, sharing their their paint night pictures, um, all sorts of, of different uh, sort of light and amusing things going on throughout the city. Um, meanwhile, in uh, the castle, uh, most of you awake to um, a, a diplomatic brouhaha, of course, of dealing with the fallout of a dead ambassador, which has been hushed up so far. I guess, Butthole, you would have had to have everyone assigned to new quarters, or are you just quarantining off long on Geese's quarters and just pretending there isn't a body in there so everyone <laughs> can just go back to him? Yep, that one, great. Correct. Great. So just <laughs> he's long on Geese, just sleeping it off. Um so that's all fine. Um, butthole Reginald, who's just back to, to normal Reggie now, I believe, having taken a, uh, a long Correct. rest. And Juniper, you all uh, awake within the castle. Butthole, do you, do you think you would have set up standing orders for Annan or well, it probably wouldn't be Patty, but for Annan to just like show up and read you the news of the day or anything? Or what, what does ruling from, from the Black Castle look like to you? I mean, yeah, definitely, because he need to know, like, what happened overnight, if there was anything while he was out, and Annan as the hand-slash-replacement-slash-first-citizen kind of role, it's a traditional thing that they would both, I think, be comfortable with, especially knowing Annan would be the one he leaves in charge if he leaves town. Right. So, um, Annan then kind of knocks on your door and enters, I think, without kind of waiting for a response. Uh, Butthole, how do you think you slept last night? I can also make your roll for it, but... Um, he's an old campaigner, so this is, he, he doesn't dream, which he hates because he's still fucked up and depressed and he doesn't know what any of that means, but stress Aww. does not keep him awake. Mm -hmm. It can affect the sleep itself, but he's the guy, he's had to do enough battles over all the years that it's like, we'll get the sleep while you can because we may have to swing a hammer in the morning. There's no point in being tired and then having to swing the hammer. So he's up, he's, he's busting a little bit, he's got... You know, a hot drink. He's there with Goblin Jr. He'd be in armor by now. If the sun's coming up, he'd be up by then every day anyways. Great. Okay. So she enters and you're already kind of about it, uh, which uh, she sort of expects. And she says, uh, uh, good morning, sire. <laughs> it's it's going to take yeah, some it's getting weird. Used to. I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Very strange. But well-earned, to be honest. A lot of uh, people end up wearing a crown for a lot less, so I'm glad to. But we, we've talked about this before. It's fine. We'll we'll talk about it in the the sequel book when we eventually get there. Yeah, we'll we'll really explore these these beats. Right now, I'm just like we're not at war today yet. Fingers crossed. Let's stick with that. That's going to be our barometer for success in the next little while. Yes, yes, I think that's that's fair, and it is an upgrade from living in a fur trader's cabin, hoping not to get murdered by zombies so again like we're failing forward my liege so amen with that uh let's get to the news of the day so based on the reports from uh patricia two eyes it would seem that the revels were very well received a lot of our sort of friendly faces in in the field uh, reported back bucky said that everyone left a tremendous amount of trash around which he was inexplicably excited about he has cleaned it all um the streets are relatively pristine i don't know it's great uh he is a gem yeah he seems useful i mean we're gonna have to force him to take a vacation eventually or he's gonna oh, work out absolutely burn out, but yes but i fear that day to be honest. Um, 
We still have the generals uh, under watch. Um, mm -hmm. uh, Vidal Statistics has been keeping an eye on them over in the Colosseum. Uh, we will need to deal with that at some point or another. That said, the tone of Asgard has changed so drastically that I suspect it'll be a much different conversation now than it would have been uh, as the early kind of despot of a Ka. So that's a win. We have received reports from... Uh, Reginald and Juniper about the massacre of Longanon Geese's entourage outside the city gates, which, again, I assume you read last night, so this isn't, like, news to you, butthole. She's just... I think it's safe to say that everyone who was in the castle could have caught each other up roughly on stuff. Great. Um, so she says, uh, we still have um, some of our uh, hammerers keeping an eye on the site. No one has returned as of yet. And unfortunately, based on speaking to the sort of local experts on geography, the roads that the tracks connected to could lead honestly almost anywhere at this point. Yeah, so, it's just a road into the wilderness, so bummer. Yeah, so unfortunately a bit of a dead end there. That said, uh, by all accounts, the word has not gotten out about Longadon Geese or the Entourage since no one knew it was there. No one has noticed that it is now dead. So again, small wins. Mm. There is an interesting report uh, from the guards on the diplomatic floor. Uh, it would seem that everyone who we expected to check in did eventually check into their respective rooms. As expected, Oversword Everhart has left the city along with the rest of the Purple Dragons. As you know, they are currently raising rather scary siege weapons outside the city that said from our scouts reports they aren't prepped to use them they are i believe simply making a show of intent uh however they could be ready to level the city at a moment's notice so not great but at least they aren't they don't have their finger on the button as it were they have their finger very close to the button and the button is there and ready but they are not yeah, I mean, honestly, they've had the ability to roll over the city at any time, so this is just standard. She kind of made some threats. I pointed out that we shouldn't be underestimated. It's a weird thing where, like, we're kind of the little guy in a lot of these fights, so I have to keep people off balance as opposed to just being able to be friendly, mainly because everyone in this area is a horrific tyrant who are used to violence and fear, so I'm forced to use a little bit of fear. I think we're okay based on how the conversation went right now, and this is kind of net neutral, I think, for our overall experience, so we'll keep an eye on it. I served a lot of assholes at the Oasis, and I have to tell you, if she isn't actively leveling the city, I think you're okay. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at, too. Yeah. But nevertheless, it is worth note. That said, the presence of the Lord's Alliance does really impact things. I've certainly heard rumors here and there about how disruptive that is. Uh, they are being from, from the east coast a bit of an outlier group here so that that's certainly having an effect that said the important news for you this morning is that uh, one ambassador did not check into their room last night uh Raish gray from Baldur's gate uh did not check in after the revels um we have people out in the streets looking for them unfortunately haven't been able to find quinny uh to have him look into it as minister of culture that said i understand he's Conducting his own form of diplomacy, uh, which may actually prove better results. <laughs> also, we're getting more reports of prison ghosts. I think an exorcism might be in order. There also seem to be, like, stan ghosts who seem to really like when characters get together who yell woo in the distance. We should really Yeah, I mean, a lot of people things. have been murdered here. So, like, the sheer ghost count, like, if we're going to try to exercise yeah, this nation, Yeah, and ghosts could be fans be of rough. good ships, too. So, it's fine. In any case... Um, I thought the uh, the absence of the representative from Baldur's Gate was perhaps the most. You're a hundred percent correct. Yes, we need to piece. find that person right now, and then something to generally be looked into is: is there some way for me to get a direct magical line of communication to Queen Del Casio of Demara, or do I just have to send letters? Because it'll be approached very differently if I can do A or B. We don't have any means of doing that that I'm aware of. I believe if. The enthusiastic child can get our portal working, then that might <laughs> give us some capability. But no, right now it, it would be sending messengers. That said, we do have a number of people we can send who are trustworthy. So if you want to send an envoy rather than a, a letter, we can certainly see to that. 
Uh, considering how many people were recently murdered in relation to Damara, I'm not really interested in volunteering a body. But we can send a formal message, and it's one I can make publicly. It's a message that we can send along that I will also have read aloud in front of all of the other ambassadors once we find Raish Gray. I'm not losing a second one before I do this. I have a clever idea that I think will save us from going to war with Damara, which would be great. Because we now live in a world of moral corruption and having to rule kingdoms. Our fallback is we've also got Vassar who don't like Damara, so we kind of have a bulwark there. So uh, she holds up the checklist with the quill and says, so should I mark war with Damara as a question mark for now? I can't quite <laughs> cross it out yet, but... It's really going to be up to them. I think I've got a way that everybody question can save face and we can make this work. But yeah, question mark. Um, Reginald sent me a request overnight. I think he made a good point. Uh, which is, we're trying to rebuild this country, and we're trying to do a small elite military force, and right now we took the lumberjacks and are trying to turn them into the small elite military force instead of taking the best military veterans. I'm thinking we're going to send the lumberjacks to go work construction, and we'll let Vismith and Reginald pick out the not-psychos in the army, and those can be the hammerers. Seems smarter to me. Does that make sense to you? Yes. I have learned to trust your outside the box thinking uh and so if you wanted the people who can swing axes to become hammer swinging soldiers probably fine i didn't expect the fart goblin to become such a key piece of our operation but you know here we are so no if you, if you want to swap it the other way a plus would have done it that way myself Great. In future, if I have an idea like that that doesn't really math out, feel free to speak up. You're very smart, and I'm running a kingdom now, and I am familiar with a lot of this, and then also not a lot of it. I was worried we couldn't trust the military, but it seems like Vismith is legitimately excellent at what she does. I hesitate to say this, but I believe that maybe Reginald's effects. He is proving to be incredibly good at sussing out who is and isn't trustworthy, I suppose, if you live in a world where everyone is going to stab you in the back, you do become a rather quick judge of character, and he has been doing wonderful things both to inspire the army and to bring it to heel. So I'm all for it if if you think it's the right course of action. Okay, so we don't have Raish Gray, and that's our biggest problem. Quinny's not here yet, but the sun is up. We need to get Quinny here. Yes, I... I'm happy to send word, although I suspect, knowing Quinny, he will be arriving shortly. We probably just need to see a scene where he wakes up with someone first, and then he'll probably be here rather quickly. There is also um, my lord, no, my liege, there we go, uh, the matter of the Council of Wizards you wanted me to oh, yeah. summon. Okay, let's uh, let's combo this. We'll I'll go to the council chamber. We can get Juniper at the council chamber. I don't need the full council for this because that's just going to get needlessly politically complicated. She and they don't need to no know all this shit. bagels. No, we don't need those. Um, but we'll go down there. We'll wait for Quinny to arrive. And then I will talk to the Council of Wizards after we talk to Quinny. That's the kind of thing where I'm not going to interrupt that conversation. But it is a lesser priority than figuring out where the hell this ambassador is. Because that's a different war. And I don't want it. Um, if there's somebody we want to talk to about Raish Gray not being present, let's stick with... The people running that group. There's Agent Culkin, and then there is Sildar. Sildar might know if Raish Gray likes to get drunk and, like, fuck off into the wilderness, or Agent Culkin might have an idea if Raish has any weird habits. So we can bounce it off of them. We'll wait for Quinny, then talk to Wizards. Does that make sense to you? Yes, I will go find Sildar and have him sent up to speak to you. Wonderful. And then just, if I'm doing anything stupid, point it out. We don't need another war lumberjack situation. It was a very bad call. Butthole, I married Yevgenovich. I don't know that I'm necessarily hmm. the best judge of a bad idea, but I will try and keep my eyes out. Yeah, I mean, like, that may have been a bad decision for you, but it was, like, the best decision he would ever make. So it turns out even the people that you may not think are the best call have, like, really good judges of character. Oh, shit, Yevgenovich is your Reginald. Yeah. And she just kind of smiles. She says, <laughs> yeah, he is. And for the record, he wasn't the biggest mistake I ever made. That she just kind of like gets a little, little shuffly and, and turns to leave. And while Butthole, having murdered his parents, is left alone in his room, he's like, am I the biggest mistake? <laughs> God. Oh, no. Uh, go, ahead and, uh, go ahead and do a snap <laughs> prayer there, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's not me. I'm good. I, dude, I'm, I'm, 
I'm at worst, the second worst mistake. There's, yeah, you look over. Some worse than me. You, you go to do a snap <laughs> you look over, and Goblin Jr. is just giving you the hardest stare in his role as uh, emotional support wolf. And uh, once you kind of, you know, do your snap prayer and realize you're not the problem, he just gives you gives you a nod, and then he farts. <laughs> I fart back at him. Yeah, this is why you guys work. Juniper, uh, is there anything you would want to do? Uh, you wake up um, yeah. feeling well-rested. Uh, there's obviously a lot of questions, but you and Reginald actually got some pretty solid results last night. And I yeah. think, again, we don't talk about this too much these days, but given how much of your early adventures were just kind of chasing random things that would appear on your scroll for like a mystery that was far larger than any one mortal creature could possibly mm-hmm. tackle being able to just really get into a mystery and 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 build theories and things i think has been been very refreshing for you mm-hmm. uh and certainly builds your confidence uh for eventually finding the uh residents of tomb slab uh as you you've received some leads about kind of where Goodness. where they are through through space yeah. and time is there anything you would do this morning before you go to meet um, um butthole yeah, Juniper has been distracted by so much that's going on that she meant to drop off the shards of her sword mm. at the forge as soon as it was back up and running. So right. uh, that's going now, right? <laughs> like, yeah, got- <laughs> yeah, you can, um, you know, it sounds like you need an enthusiastic helper to deliver those and almost without uh you know with, without thinking of it uh there's there's a, a rapid fire knock on your door as as bucky appears ready ready to deliver some sword unless you want to do this yourself oh no right i, I don't uh, need to it just needs to get done this yeah. is something she's this, this is this is damages damages has been broken for so long all right, so um, that's not how Juniper thinks. Let Laura, that's, that's Laura's. Laura, yeah, yeah. Right. We yeah. almost made Laura roll a dice earlier. We understand <laughs> your role in, in the greater meta. Uh, so yeah. uh, Tyler, uh, Bucky shows up at at the door, having heard that Juniper might need something. Yep, hyperactive knocking. Yeah. Oh, come on in. And door swings open, and there's Bucky. Uh, good morning, Sheriff Juniper. How are you? I'm I'm actually pretty great this morning. Despite everything, how are you doing, Bucky? <gasps> Me too. That's fantastic. Uh, is there anything I can do for you? I heard there might be something you need. E- yeah. Um, and remembering uh, that Mrs. Paisley told Juniper to take time for herself, uh, Juniper just kind of like sees Bucky's enthusiasm at very early in the morning. And it's just like, I think she mistakes it for him like being well rested. <laughs> <laughs> have you been taking time for yourself uh what do you mean i don't know you just you have so much energy today i mean you always have a lot of energy oh yes but- yes I, I i i i i i recently learned about siestas S- siest wait what's a siesta it's when you take a nap <laughs> uh, yeah naps are great yeah so I've, I've been I've been doing that lately now. Well, since last night, basically. What do you wait? What do you since? You mean you slept last night? Yeah, a little bit. I spoke to Mister Reginald about it, and he he described to me siestas, which is like you 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 take a nap in the middle of the day. So I took a oh. nap during the nighttime part of the middle of my day. <laughs> but hang on, sorry. Um, we'll we'll get to what I need you to do. But okay. So. So, were you not sleeping before? Uh, I was some of the time. What do you mean, some of the time? <laughs> well, I, off, I, 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 get, I get so many things that I want to do for everyone that I, I often break my day up into two days. So I'll get up and I'll have breakfast and I'll yeah. do a bunch of chores and run a bunch of errands and then I'll go to sleep and then get up and have breakfast and then... How long do you sleep for? Oh, I don't know. I've never bothered to count while I'm sleeping. But you just wake up when you... Uh huh. Like I just wake up when I'm West... ready to do more work. I mean, I can't really argue with that. As long as you're getting enough sleep, like, are we arguing? Oh dear. No, 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 no. We're not arguing. That's the thing. I was, I was about to. 
kind of come down on you for doing too much work, but you seem like you have a lot of energy. Are you okay with how your days are? Just uh -huh. in general? Yeah. yeah. I like helping people. Would you call yourself a generally content person? I usually call myself Bucky, but generally content. I, I guess so. That seems awfully vague. Well, how would you describe it? I probably call myself intensely content. Bucky, you are fantastic. Uh, thank you. Sorry, I don't, you I don't mean too. to keep you. Okay. Um, I brought you a Danish. Oh my gosh. This is wonderful. Um, Juniper kind of like feels around for something to give Bucky in return rather than just like broken shards of a sword. And it's like, um, <laughs> what are you looking do, for? Do you like reading? Uh-huh. Here, have this, and she just awkwardly hands over a library card to the hand, Handor library. It's like, here, if you're ever in Handor, here, have read some books. This is for me? Sure. Oh, th thank you. Yeah, learn about the world, you know? Okay. When okay. do you want me to get back to you on that? Uh, you don't have to get back to me, it's just for you. Oh, you want me to... Learn about the world for me? Do you want to learn about the world? I don't know. I haven't thought about it. All right. Well, this is for you if you think about it. I'm uh, sorry. Okay. I don't have anything else to give you. You're just like so darn nice all the time. I just wanted to give you something in return. Oh, you don't have to give me anything. I, I like doing nice things for everyone. I know, but you still deserve to have nice things done to you for you too. Oh, okay. Well, thank you very much. Okay. Um, I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go. But um, would you mind taking these to the forge and and have my my sword re reforged? And oh, absolutely. She hands over a bundle that contains the Just the, the broken bundle? shards of damage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Burlap sack with broken sword. Yeah, laid basically. Out yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bucky like holds it in both his arms. And he says, and he says. Right away, Miss Juniper. Okay, th thank you. Uh, oh, geez, does it cost? Does it cost anything? Uh, could I, I, if they ask if they ask for for money? I, I honestly don't even know how it works with the forge right now. Can you just charge it back to the Chief Justice and that just tell them to I don't know send a bill here or or something if they ask for payment? Just okay. say it's for the Chief Justice. I'll, I'll let them know that it's for the Chief yeah, Justice, and if you. they have a, a fee that they charge, I'll work it off for them. And he, like, no, turns no, no, around no, no, and no, runs no, down the no, hall. No, no, no. Bucky? Bucky? Yeah? Yeah? Bucky, you're not working it off. I'll, I'll work it off. You just tell them to come to me. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> See you later. Oh, gosh. Okay. Reginald, you have also awoken. Um, how, how bad Give is the... Give away my library card. <laughs> how bad is the headache uh, coming off of being smart, Reginald? Oh, it's great. Being stupid feels wonderful. So, I mean, for me, it's about as good as it gets. I had to let it go while I was asleep. I wake up and I'm like, ah, everything's simpler. Okay, good. Great. So and then he spends a half hour undoing a collection of traps he has spread throughout the bedroom because he still does that every night. Mm -hmm. He stretches the kinks out of his armor, which he sleeps in because he's not getting stabbed in bed outside of his armor like an idiot. He has to oil it every morning. Otherwise, it really will cause damage. <laughs> All right, I guess it's time for me to go out there and run a peacekeeping force that is made up entirely of heroes because it's poorly designed. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, so the three of you convene in the audience chamber, and the only person you're still waiting for is, of course, your beloved Minister of Culture, wink, wink, definitely not Spymaster Quinny, who is woken up in a very different place and is having a very different morning. This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and our DM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at delborovic.com. <laughs>
Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser. And our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar. J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. All available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, 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 I-C-E. And tune in next week for more Dom Doms and Dragons. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christopher Little, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Flynn1138, Alorain Okapi, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Garbo Ape, Locke, Sam Schaefer, Waffle Marine, Dagger Rain, Rob L, Dia De Los Hoodless, Squishy Werewolf, Remy Funky Head, Nomad, the wise paladin of the Badlands, Accent Therapeutic Services in Florence, Kentucky, Lale, Shulzari, Gus Schreider, The Long Family, Jordan Oliver, Richard Wright, Brittany Fenwick, Alex Parr, Old Man Mojo, Dragonfly, The Body Barrelers, Megan Werner, A Man Out of Time, Curtis at FingertechRobotics.com, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Greetings, people of Earth. My name is Schmo Brannigan. I have hacked into this RSS feed with a promotional feature for the Wizard Scroll podcast, transcribing in 3, 2, 1. Hold on, let me unfurl this Wizard Scroll real quick. Went out of Baba Boy. Nowhere, ten humongous scorpions had surrounded the campsite. Tails outstretched. Hello, welcome to McDonald's. Uh, can I get take your order? As it says, what are you going to get? I don't know uh, what I want. I'm going to get the double, uh, triple, uh, lobster. Oh, I'll take one too. Two McLobsters. As if on cue, the camera panned upwards, directing everyone's attention towards the giant hot air balloon presently taking a pass over the stadium. Holy mother of sassafras, it's Gargo the Destroyer! Wizard Scroll is available on iTunes, Spotify, Audible, and wherever else fine podcasts are found. This concludes today's promotional feature.